Listener Production. Hi there, I'm Sasha Barbagat here for this bonus episode of The Briefing. Now, on Friday, we brought you a story about ASMR, the internet phenomenon that involves people speaking softly into microphones or tapping on objects or even eating, sparking feelings of warmth or even tingles in some people. In that story, we gave you an insight into the life of an ASMR artist called Jade Scarborough or ASMR Jade on socials. We thought the chat was super interesting. So here it is in full with listener journal Michaela Savage. Thank you so much for joining me today, Jade. I have sort of semi-recently become a person who watches ASMR videos uh, pretty regularly to help me get to sleep, which is kind of why I'm even looking into this at all. You know, it started with like one or two videos popping up in my feed and then it was three or four and now it's honestly like every fifth video in my feed is some sort of ASMR video. But I've never talked to anyone who makes ASMR content, so this is pretty cool for me. So you got into ASMR after you were diagnosed with Crohn's disease, um, which, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's a a type of inflammatory bowel disease which can cause swelling in your digestive tract so sufferers can get symptoms like abdominal pain and and fatigue. It it sounds really rough. Can you tell me a bit about your journey with Crohn's disease and, and what your experience with that has been like? I was diagnosed with Crohn's after a colonoscopy in November 2020, but I had been having surgeries and symptoms since around March 2020, so pretty much exactly when COVID hit. And it was like really weird because I had started my channel in the midst of all that before my diagnosis, but I knew something was wrong. I kind of started the channel as like a online diary because I was like no one watches ASMR so no one's gonna find this I was wrong um but through all of that like my entire Crohn's journey is just like online everything I was going through all my feelings all the times that I would be in like so much physical inflammatory pain that I just couldn't even do anything I couldn't even sit so like I would just like stand up filming an ASMR video um, in my room by myself at like two o'clock in the morning because I just was like, couldn't sleep. Um, And yeah, so like Crohn's has been really bad, (laughs) really, really bad, but it's very manageable once you get your treatment, once you get get the diagnosis, it's an uphill battle because if you have a good doctor, you get treatment and you get at least some sort of quality of life back. Yeah. And and did I say that you're in clinical remission at the moment? Is that right? I am. I am. Oh, that's awesome. Congratulations about that. But I mean, yeah, those symptoms that you were, that you were experiencing sound really, really difficult. And, and to be having an active YouTube channel that whole time, I mean, it sounds really, really tough, but was it something that actually helped you to get through that? Um, having had like my channel at the same time, I discovered that painkillers don't really, they don't sit well with me. I don't like them. So I was like, what can I do to go to sleep? So that's when I really, really dove deep into ASMR. And then I was like, I need to make my own videos. I mentioned to you before um, that I was talking to a psychologist about this. And one of the things that he said about ASMR is like the tingling sensation that it is like that response is often something that people um, have experienced their whole lives, but maybe not really understood what it was or understood what what triggers actually trigger that response. Would you say that it's something that you've always kind of had, but only just maybe started to understand when you were going through this journey? Always always from being like a little kid in the backseat of your parents' car and they're like driving and you're falling asleep. 
um, to when I was a little kid again and my parents would like brush my hair, um, pat me to sleep if I couldn't sleep, like pat me on the back. Um, really just little things like that. And now as an adult, I'm like, oh, <laughs> I have been like this all along. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's a pretty common experience for people who who get the ASMR response. And I, I'm a really big, I get that as well. And particularly the hair brushing and the head patting. My mom used to do that to me all the time and it was just the best thing ever. And yeah, it's yeah. not really until I started getting these videos in my feed, honestly, like a couple of months ago and then like discovering the world of ASMR that I was like, oh my God, this is a normal thing that a lot of people have that same same response to. Yeah. Hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people around the world watch ASMR content, but not that many actually make ASMR videos. What specifically made you decide to sort of take that step? Um, aside from everyone else being in isolation because of COVID, I like physically couldn't do anything and I couldn't go anywhere. I couldn't drive. I couldn't sit. So I was bored. I was bored out of my mind. So I was just like, maybe I'll just do this. And I think I literally sat on an exercise ball, but you couldn't see that in the frame, but I couldn't sit on a seat. And I was tapping on a water bottle of all things. And that was my first video. Well, to fast forward to, to now, you're posting on YouTube and TikTok like nearly every day, getting thousands of, of views on each video. What does your day-to-day look like as an ASMR creator? For me, particularly because of Crohn's, this is where Crohn's like steps into my daily routine because I find that to keep myself at like a good level where I am manageable and I'm not in any sort of like pain or anything like that, I have to stick to like a really, really strict routine. So generally I do the same things like every single morning when I wake up, like I'll brush my teeth and I'll make my tea or whatever. And then I'll have something for breakfast and then I'll put a load of washing on. And it's like, it's like a a morning at home. And then around maybe like 1pm, I just get stuck into it. I come into this room and I just set up everything and I start recording and then I look at the time and it's been like five hours and I'm like, whoops. So, and that's, that's literally every day. How do you choose what, what sounds and what triggers, what, what visuals go into your videos? Do you get maybe like requests from people or like inspo from other creators or or triggers that you personally like? How do you decide what goes into a compilation? Um, I read every single comment, every single comment and I will get all the requests from there. It's easy to say, or easier to say that now that I have like a following and there's actually people commenting, but before it was just what I liked. Cause I was like, someone else will like it. There, there will be at least one person that likes that. Look, I, as again, I mentioned before, I've been talking with that psychologist. He was telling me about how sort of different triggers work, which I was finding really interesting. For a lot of people, it is just down to like personal preference, but often some of the sort of hallmarks of ASMR content can include these nurturing behaviors like we were talking about before, like hair brushing or, or doing your makeup, head massages, cleaning sounds are often really popular too. I guess sort of activities that the brain already associates with, with feeling calm and feeling relaxed and, and protected. Do you yeah. go for that sort of caring vibe when, you, when you're when you filming? No, I actually don't. It's hilarious though. Like in some videos, it'll be like a, we'll, we'll class that as like personal attention. But for me, my main thing on my channel is um, not, I was going to say relatability, but that's only because I talk way too openly about Crohn's and then people are like, thank you so much for talking about it. But I'm like, I'm just venting. But I feel like for mine, it's more just best friend type of vibe. So like I'll sit here and I'll do my makeup and I'll get ready and I'll talk about my day. And then when 
I've finished the video and I've posted it and I'm reading all the comments. I'm seeing how everyone else's day is and I'm talking to them. Like we're having a full on conversation in the comment section. It's just like, I'm a friend. Yeah. And and is it nice yeah. being able to have that sort of in- level of interaction with your followers? Yes. There's so, so many people that are just like amazing. And when, when I went for my trip to Europe, I met a few of them. So that was like really, really such a surreal moment. And they were lovely in person as well. Yeah. Oh, that's so, that's so wholesome. That's such a nice thing yeah. to, to be able to do and, and to be able to call your job as well. Do you get a lot of comments that are, you know, sort of unwelcome comments as well? And how do you sort of deal with that aspect of things? Yeah. My dad says I've got a really strong head because some of the, some of the comments and the emails that you get as an online creator, but specifically in ASMR, you'll get the people who automatically sexualize it they'll ask for really really inappropriate um custom videos or something like that and I'm just like read the room like that's not the vibe here and you get comments just constantly on your appearance which is the same in any online creator space I used to get really down by them but now they come in by the floods of on hundreds of comments so it's just like delete block move on that sounds really, really mentally rough. Would you think you'd get more positive comments or, or is it more negative ones that you just have to delete? Oh no, it's definitely more positive. It's like maybe for like every 100 positive comments, there's one that's bad. How, how do you get to them all? You know, you're saying that you, you try to reply to them all and you have conversations in the comments with all your followers and subscribers. That sounds like a lot of people. I mean, I don't have the number in front of me, but you've got thousands of, of subscribers and followers. Yeah, no, it's a lot of, it's a lot of time. Like that's why I say it is my full-time job because I might spend five hours in the day filming or whatever, but there's also the rest of the hours where I've got to do the behind the scenes stuff, which includes replying to comments and making sure that my relationship with my audience is there and active. And, And I guess that would be really important for your whole channel, basically to have that relationship as well. Yeah. And, and I guess, lastly, do you sort of see yourself doing this, you know, into the future for, for the foreseeable future? Yeah, I do. I do. I do want to keep growing my channel. I want to keep experimenting with different triggers and finding the weirdest things that'll help someone relax. But I also know that, like, YouTube is not forever. So I have no idea what will happen with that, but I'm just going to ride the wave as long as I can because I absolutely adore it. I love it. That was listeners Michaela Savage there chatting with ASMR artist Jade Scarborough. We hope you enjoyed listening. Tom and the team will be back in your feeds tomorrow morning at 6.00.